the romance thing. I think it's like her second stage. I haven't even gotten to the second stage with Lizelle. <laughs> I'm only on first stage. <laughs> Damn it. video game podcast where we make a tangent the main event my name is connor bursa i'm sarah reinhardt and today we're going to be playing the game of two truths and one lie it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3 edition you ready yeah so obviously you already know the rules but a few quick clarifications i thought you were going to change the name from two truths and one lie <laughs> oh uh I thought it would just be more confusing, and I couldn't come up with something that was catchy. Okay. <laughs> I gave up. Oh, okay. Um, the little caveats, I guess, I want to say before I start. Because when I say you, I'm referring to the player character, because I just thought that was easier. And then also, when I made the game, I tried to select things about the characters. Well, I guess I should clarify, when I say two truths and one lie, we're using the companions in the game. So it's two truths mm. and one lie about the companions, and I tried to select things that you could infer if it was true or not, if you understand the character, you know, like, vibe-wise, rather than just, like, random facts, like, what's Shadowheart's middle name? Like, I, I don't even know yeah. if she has one. Also, we're going to be doing, like, I guess, like, Act 1 stuff. Um, I didn't play the game, so I think it's all Act 1 stuff. I'm playing the game, and I don't even know. I think I'm still in Act 1. Yeah, but if you don't want any spoilers, then bye. characters i i originally had six but i didn't think six was a nice number so i the carlac got cut because uh, what you already know so much about her why don't i feel like i could learn more i was struggling you're struggling okay <laughs> yeah. so the five that i have so far shadowheart gale astrian or astarin astrian what are you just let, let's settle on a pronunciation <laughs> okay i don't know how you say it i think it's astrian what how do you want to say it I say Asterian. Okay, I'll do Asterian. That sounds good. I've only read it. Uh, Will and then Lizelle. And just a brief question. So this is yeah. supposed to be like conversational. Yeah, right? I, I have for some of them, I will have like a little like tidbit afterwards. Okay. That I think you'll find interesting. Okay, games make me nervous, but let's go with Gail because you and I have discussed him previously. Okay. So I feel like I want to save the harder ones for last. Okay. So we'll do Gale. Option one. When Asterion reveals that he is a vampire, Gale empathizes with his condition. Option two. Gale thinks highly of sorcerers. And then in parentheses to clarify, 
the game makes a distinction, and I guess D&D mm-hmm. in general, between wizards and sorcerers. Mm-hmm. Sorcerers are those that have a natural gift for magic. Mm-hmm. Wizards have to study. And then option three, Gale hates stealth. You're going to talk out your thought process? I'm ruling out number one because obviously he would sympathize because he would view it as similar to his condition, being that he is also afflicted by some magical curse. And also, He's I. The bomb. And <laughs> I already. I remember that scene. Um, he hates stealth. I'm really hung up on that one. Ugh, I'm really bad at like multiple choice. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely in between those two. Because I could see for the sorcerer, I feel like you're like setting me up. Just like the nature of that question is so like provocative. You know, it's um, like trying to trick you. Mm-hmm. But I could, I could see him not having a high regard for them because he views himself as someone who worked for it. But he does, like, in his dialogue throughout, he does seem to appreciate or praise characters that do have, like, natural abilities. So I'm going to go... Dang it. <laughs> this is hard. Okay, you did a good job with these. Yeah, I, think <sighs> I think they're really close, but you might be overcomplicating. I know. I, that's what I tend to do. Yeah. It's just I don't have any evidence about or any interactions about stealth. Mm-hmm. I know he's pretty straightforward, but I, <sighs> I'm just going to go with... M- the non-overthinking answer, which is that he hates stealth, is true, which means that he doesn't, doesn't like sorcerers either. You're right. Really? Yeah. yeah so he right. doesn't like sorcerers? Yeah, he does not think highly of sorcerers. There was some dialogue. It might have been when you were, like, pulling him out of the portal or something, where he, like, asked if he, like, basically used magic. I forget. He used some fancy word, as he always does. And then afterwards... He's like, oh, sorry, I meant to clarify. Have you studied that? Oh, yeah, and then I thought he was pretentious. Yeah, and he's... And he is kind of pretentious. Yeah, and there's multiple scenarios like that, that exact scenario where he doesn't think. And I think later... Oh, that's because he's a sage as well, which means in order to get, like, you get, like, these point, these points. It's separate from being a sorcerer. Yeah. Anyone can be, like, a sage. That's, like, the same as being, like, a barbarian. Another class. It's like a it, no. It's like a life goal. Okay. So ba- that's why he values intelligence. Yeah. Because he's a sage, which means he values knowledge. Yeah. So, those, so that makes sense. Those that can just like use magic when they're born. He doesn't think highly of that. He only thinks highly of people that understand magic. Yeah, and probably use it well. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. The one that that hates stealth. I got that from a quote that he says. When he's actually in stealth. Oh, if you force him into stealth or if you yeah, play as if him? if you put him into stealth. Yeah. I haven't done that yet, actually. Yeah, he'll say things like, I'm a wizard, not a cat burglar. Or, uh, ah, the coward's route. 
and then I, I've never even heard this term, but he'll say, my knees are already smarting, I guess it's like giving out. And then the last one was, yeah, there's dialogue for Asterion when he reveals that he's a vampire. It actually only happens if you already got close enough to Gale to know about his whole, like, the bomb inside of his body condition. Um, oh. Otherwise, you don't get that dialogue. Well, I got some hint of it yeah. where I think after Asterion told my character, then I went and talked to everybody else. Yeah. And... Like, most people seemed sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah, if you ask Gale, what do you make of having a vampire in our camp? And he'll talk about knowing how it feels to have a darkness inside of you and the compassion he feels for Asterion's condition in relation to his own. I think at that point, I already, I didn't know that he had a bomb in his chest. I just knew there was Something some, was going on. yeah, that you had to feed him. Yeah. Which is, like, after you find out there's a bomb, like, you don't have to feed him anymore, I guess, because it's not being contained as well. Well, that's round one. Where do you want to go next? You got Shadowheart? Oh, you got one for each character? Yeah. Lizelle. Lizelle? Okay. All right. Option one. To progress in Lizelle's romance, you need to beat her in a duel. Option two. Lizelle dislikes owls. (laughs) Option three. If Lizelle has sex with Will, Lizelle says that it was not a good time. I believe that. I'm going to go with the first one. I'm going to go with the first one's false. (laughs) The duel? Yeah. You're correct. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know Lizelle well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't have to duel her. She would. Correct. You do have to, to win, win her love. But you don't have to win. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like, oh, well, is the question you have to win a duel against her? Yeah, you need to beat her in a duel. Oh, okay, okay. No, I believe that. I believe, like, even if, I think if you refuse to duel. Yes. She would not like that. She would not approve. Yes. Her, the, the okay, duel, I misunderstood the question, but that's always like you the. Got it right anyway. But that's the nature of like multiple choice is yeah. that there's always like these very specific wordings that are trying yeah. to get you. Yeah, I tried to make it obvious, but it's always hard. Um, but yeah, yeah. I remember her saying something weird because I've about the owls because we got this like half owl, half other creature, kind of like owl an bear. avatar. Yeah, in our party, and she was just like, "What is that?" Like, it's yeah. so creepy or something. Yeah, there's more. Di- I have a direct dialogue to read next. But, yeah, the, the, with the romance thing, I think it's, like, her second stage of... I haven't even gotten to the second stage with Lizelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only on first stage. Close. You're on first stage. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, she basically has you do a duel as, like, foreplay. Damn, I want to do that. <laughs> That's fun. Like 1v1. And it was- Wait, are there... Okay, because you've looked into, like, the romance for all these. Like, how many stages of romance are there for each character? It's, it seems like people... I don't know if it's, like, as clear-cut as this, but it seems like a very solid, like, three big stages. Okay. Like, or, Do like, you... three big events that happen when you hit certain, like, amounts of uh, approval from each of those characters. Oh. And also... Is there some special effect... Of, like, reaching the third stage? I didn't look into that. I was only looking okay. into, like, the narrative of it. Because I was going to sort of, like, give up on 
romance <laughs> because it seemed like oh like i've hit the limit or something like this is like i know how it's going to be from now on it's just going to be like you know cut scene to cut away so no, and now i'm like okay now i'm like more interested in exploring all the romance <laughs> routes yeah. even through different like run-throughs yeah it's not like a copy paste cut scene each character okay. has their own like cut scene okay and there's different ones got yeah, it not all the characters like at each stage will like end with sex either it just depends okay cool yeah I, I had nothing really much to say about the will one i remember that happens if you on that like party after like the, the grove thing yeah if you don't have sex with lizelle she'll then go and with will but will like doesn't even like she was just like he just wanted to talk he didn't even like want to have sex and then, oh she, he wants like romance and i guess so and intimacy then, and she's then, like i just want sex this, I, I guess so or she's that's maybe, what i can imagine she's like you know the fastest in terms of like casual relationships out of all the characters you know right um but then i think she pushed him into having sex but then she was like but it wasn't even that good probably because he wasn't that into it or yeah. wasn't ready yeah he takes um, longer to warm up and then the last one was <laughs> lazelle funny. dislikes owls yeah this one was my favorite uh this is if you have carlac and lazelle in your party at the same time mm-hmm. and then there's like ambient dialogue that happens while you're walking around and carlac says you know I've always kind of hated this place. Such a do about a damned bridge. And Lizelle says, it's just a bridge. Is it really worth all that ire? Carlac, come on, isn't there something you hate for no good reason? And then Lizelle goes, hmm, I dislike owls. Their hypermobile necks are quite disconcerting. <laughs> and then Carlac goes, you know what, Lay? Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. I pulled that from. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're two for two. Nice. You have Shadowheart. Let's go with Asterian. Oh, Asterian. Okay. Option one. You can gain approval from Asterian by talking to animals. Option two. When you first find Asterian, even if you choose to headbutt him, he will be willing to join your party. Option three. Asterian said that beautiful people taste worse. Mmm. I'm going to say false to the first one. <laughs> the animal, that you get approval for talking to animals? No, unfortunately, that's wrong. Oh, is it the last one? Yeah, the last one is the one that says, Asterian said that beautiful people taste better. Mm. He says that they taste better than ugly people. Mm. So if he basically says it in the phrasing, it's like, it's so unfortunate that like, beautiful people taste better. Why is it unfortunate? Because <laughs> then he wants to eat them. Oh, okay, okay. He's like, he's like, I wish I could just, like, you know, eat the ugly people. They taste worse. And he's but he doesn't, you don't have to kill people. You can just, like, take some of their blood. Yeah. Hmm. I, don't know. I don't know him well either. I feel like either way, I could see him saying that, like, either way. Yeah. Just to be, like, crass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I found a lot of his dialogue. It was, like, hard to make his because it just seems like, you know, he's kind of putting off, like, social face a bit. Yeah. Or, like, playing up his character. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his dialogue is a little, like, jokey. Um, mm-hmm. So could, it's hard to make, you know. Could you explain the first one, the yeah. animals, so you actually do get approval? Yeah, you do. You gain approval. Um, Can he, like, speak to animals at all? No, but they, when you 
talk to animals a lot of times it makes them gain approval and there's been like there's like scenarios where you like gain approval from for like the owl bear cub and stuff i, I don't do you know, know why i think it's supposed to be representative like him kind of you know underneath his mask kind of having this like you know soft spot for animals i feel like there's i'm like that's I mean, I guess I don't know his character very well, but I feel like there's got to be something else, like something else in his profile, like that there's some stat related thing that if we knew to indeed more, you know, like, cause I I found pulled that one from like the IGN guide of like how you gain approval from the characters. Mm. And like, that's one of those things you can do. You can be nice to animals. And also, if you specifically well, talk to them. Specifically talk. You don't have to be nice. So I think you that can... also gains approval for him. But, like, specifically okay. talking to them, he really likes that for some reason. Maybe he just, think... you could view it as he just, you know, likes being witty and, like, chatting. So it's like, yeah. oh, you're chatting with them. I think in, like, his backstory, there's something where he was, like, ha- having to eat animals like oh. for a while as well or something. Yes, and he didn't like it yeah. because he was like weak. Yeah. But that's weird because I wouldn't expect that that yeah, he would be compassionate a, with I'm them. Missing a detail. Maybe it's like, oh, you're playing with your food. <laughs> that's I what I would imagine I him saying. So. Okay. Yeah, maybe you could probably look into it with that whole like Albert Cub scenario. Like, look it up on YouTube or something. I need but, to get more information about him. Yeah. I'll probably do another run through. Yeah. With him, just to get, because everybody seems very interested in him. Yeah. <clears throat> and the last one I just thought was interesting. He's like so down to be along for the ride, you know, even if you headbutt him, that's like. I did headbutt him in my oh. run, so I knew. Yeah. He was just like, damn, but, well, but then I'm like, well, you could, <laughs> I don't know, he's so like crafty so he's like oh i see an advantage here i'm going to pursue it mm-hmm. basically oh there's an advantage in numbers and even though i tackled them to the ground and threatened their life oh i respect that they were able to get out of it so clearly they're capable is yeah, like how exactly. i imagine his thinking goes like i'll align myself with them they seem a little bit gullible so yeah, he does seem like the kind of character that would be like a chameleon or like a little like he would almost on the opposite like like if you didn't fight back he'd be like less likely to want to join your party i know yeah yeah either way but like that seems like yeah kind of like in line but kind of like in line with like lizelle being a soldier being like approving of violence but slightly more tactical it's not like all violence okay Okay. let's go with do you have will i have will and shadowheart let's go with will well, I don't know. <laughs> I know like stuff about Will and his condition, but don't know his character very well. So let's see how this goes. All right, option one. If you put Will, Lizelle, and Shadowheart in your party while you're traveling, there's possible dialogue where Will will hit on both of them. At the same time? Um, or it doesn't specify. Like one after the other. Okay. Option two. Will likes to have casual rather than traditional romantic relationships. And then option three, if you kill Carlac, Will questions himself in regard to hunting Carlac. Will will then look for reassurance from you that killing her was the right thing to do, but even if you assure him, he'll still doubt doubt himself. 
I'm gonna say the false one is the second one. You're correct. Okay. My reasoning for the third one, even though that sounds weird, mm -hmm. is mostly because that would be the game itself rather than him indicating to you there could have been another option. Because he seems very, like, driven. Mm -hmm. But maybe he would be aware that... Do you even get far enough to, like, know his, like, backstory? Um, like what I know is that he's, like... <sighs> I'm really bad with details, but I know he's related to somebody who is in a high official position in Baldur's Gate. And he made a deal with the devil to kill other devils using her, like the devil's power. Yeah. And I guess I could see him having re reservations when he realizes, oh, Carlex just a tiefling. Like maybe she's an evil tiefling, but like, oh, is this in my contract? Yeah. But he, she isn't, she is included in the contract on a technicality. Mm. Because she doesn't have a heart. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think if you get like a little bit farther with him, his premise as a character, like kind of, I would say, not like fallen hero, but that's like the closest. Yeah, he is a hero. Because he. But he like failed in some mission. But when he made the deal with the devil, I think he was like, he was a teenager. Like that was like. Mm, I didn't realize age. how young he was. And I think it was, the deal was there was a town burning down. And like oh. everyone was going to die. And he made the deal to prevent everyone from dying. Oh. So now he's like, you know, mm -hmm. kind of sold his soul to protect everyone else scenario. Right. So he's like, seems like a, a good person at his core, but I think he's a little jaded now just because of the life he's living because of that. Oh, okay. I was getting the impression that he was like very single-minded, mm -hmm. but then had something of a guilty conscience. He's like, maybe I should be asking more questions. Yeah, I think he he does. Yeah. It's a little different. It's a little different, yeah. And I think, and he wanted to be like a hero. I think there was like something about like living up to like his dad or something. Yeah, also living up to his name. He's something like the sword will, the, the sword of the, <laughs> I'm going to butcher it, the sword of the Silver Coast or something. Yeah. People are going to be mad <laughs> that I didn't say it correctly. <laughs> I have a horrible memory. So that, that, that's like the context I think that helps with like this question. I mean, you got it right anyway. Um, but, so yeah, the opposite is true with the like casual versus traditional. He specifically. I only got that based on the information from the, the Lazelle question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that would make sense. Like it's a little trick because he's like into like chatting people up, but that's because he wants to like find romance or, or connection. Yeah. It's not as much about like the sex for him. It's mm -hmm. about like. Yeah, I think I saw something like one dialogue where if you try to like push him having sex uh he'll say something along the lines of wanting to like wait for you know like a bigger event because mm -hmm. and he wants to like develop their relationship more i don't think you can have you like pursue his romance mm -hmm. my understanding is you can't have sex with him until the end of his romance mm -hmm. whereas like everyone else is like much quicker mm -hmm. yeah and then the first one's just true that's just how it goes if you know if you kill Carlac then he's, he's unsure about that. Mm -hmm. So, you ready for Shadowheart? Yeah. Okay. Option one. When Shadowheart and Lizelle fight in camp, 
Shadowheart can't bring herself to kill Lizelle. Option two, you can gain approval from Shadowheart by being kind to children. And option three, after finding a secret hideaway, Shadowheart talked longingly about setting up their own secret hideaway and just relaxing for a bit. This one's hard. My gut says to go say the third one's false. The secret hideaway? Yeah. No, that's not right. Damn it. I was like, <sighs> and then my second guess is like, okay, like I maybe like I remember some dialogue. They were like thinking of like an alternative in the context of like after, not like during. That was what was like catching me up. She seems like so driven by her mission that she wouldn't seriously consider actually going forward with not finishing her mission because she's so dedicated to the goddess that she wor worships, Shar, and like re yeah. retrieving her memories. But I think I remember some dialogue where we were like talking and she was kind of wistful about a future. Mm -hmm. but I guess and then I was also thinking oh she definitely would kill Lizelle like I don't think she has any qualms about that <laughs> yeah that, that was the lock I was like surprised because in my run through my, I, I like intervened yep. and they were able to work it out and I was like surprised <laughs> yeah. I was like okay that doesn't seem realistic but like <laughs> but okay yeah the funny one with the, the secret hideaway is if you have Carlac during that scene, she'll tease Shadowheart by calling her Squirrelheart. Aw. Oh. Like hiding away the nuts for the winter. Yeah. <laughs> I like love Carlac. Um, and then, yeah, I was surprised about the being kind to children. I'm not. I, guess I think she, like... She's, like, part of this, like, cult that's probably important. And I think she joined it when she was a child. Mm. Yeah, I think I've also had scenarios where, like, she, like, showed approval when, like, we were nice to those or talking to those little tieflings, the young tieflings. Yeah. I guess, like, the thing that would trip you up is, like, she doesn't have a problem with, like, pain, but she does have a problem with unnecessarily, unnecessary cruelty. And that's it. That's the game. Yeah, what I get? You got three out of five. <laughs> um, but like, what's the percentage on that? That's <laughs> a sixty percent. So, I failed. <laughs> F. F. Uh, no, but I I think you did a good job in the sense that you know if you take out Asterian, which you don't really know much about. Yeah. Like pretty good that you're able to like reason about Will and Gale. I was pretty good about Shadowheart. I I still give that one to myself. Because I just, like, was overthinking it. Yeah. You can, like, easily overthink them. And a lot of them are, like, flips. Yeah, in my head I was like, oh, she absolutely could. Yeah. But why am I getting stuck on this other question? Mm -hmm. Would you want to play this again? Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. so that was fun. Yeah. What, did you go up to, like, just the end of Act 1, you said? I mean, some of these, like, facts were probably pulled from things that, like, you know, blurred the line a little bit after doing that. Are there like certain characters that you're like more interested in? Because I know you were like already interested in Lizelle 
and like a little bit interested in Shadowheart, but you're kind of like falling off because she just kept missing for you. So it's like you didn't want her in your party. I think it's like more like what you were saying, where she's a hard character, so she would. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like missing character wise. Like, no, 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 she like missing, in battle. Like literally missing all yeah, of her did, shots. Did, did you have like one thing? It was like five moves in a row where she yeah. like missed every single one. And they were. Oh my! And they God. were ninety percent accurate, or something. Well, I found a, I found a way around it now, but mm-hmm. I've since like reconfigured my team, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was I th- I think with her, if I'm just talking about like character wise, like it just seems like I I feel like more surprised by her. But I think that has partially to do with like the memory loss. I'm very curious to know like who she was. And yeah. who she's going to be, like, if you get to see her when she get her memories, gets her memories back. Yeah, I think either you should look up, or I could make, like, a non-spoiler-based list of the places you're meant to take her. Mm-hmm. Because why well, I read that it's, like, not obvious, and that all of your, like, all the development that you see with her uh-huh. happens when you take her to those locations. Mm. Um, yeah, like the Shar Temple. Yeah, but there's apparently, I didn't look into it, but apparently there's, like, non-obvious places that you're supposed to take her. I did see, like, one thing where there was this random statue, and and I pressed, like, a wrong button, and then I couldn't have a dialogue with her. It It was, like, a broken statue that she had some sort of, like, emotional reaction to. Yeah, and apparently, like, increases her powers and moves forward her, like, storyline. But there's a bunch of places like that and unlike i think characters like gail no gail doesn't have that no gail does have that but like gail like tells you my like my understanding when i was reading online like gail will like tell you where he needs to go for his development some of them like show up on the map as yeah, markers hearts, like, don't. Mm. you just have to find them and it's a huge world you know to, like, i know i'll have to do like it. another like run through and it's a little bit i think it's like one of the less well-designed parts of the game unless you know, they just wanted it to be that way, I guess. I don't know if I'd agree with that, even if they wanted it to be that way, but either way, um, just because you need to you need to have Shadowheart in your party when you go to those places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and like, that's if you even go to those places, right? Because you're not necessarily going to go everywhere. Yeah. You might miss something, and then there it goes, like, her, like, her progression as a character it's a little funky right i guess you can still get to know her in other ways but i just found that a little odd it was the one one thing about the game which is you know i think it that was like weird to me i think it serves a gap though that if you're playing with her she feels more of like um like when you find secrets in -hmm. a video game so if Um, people are like Oh, all these other characters are too predictable. Too straightforward. Here's like the mystery one. Yeah, so they have to spend a lot of time That's and an energy. Yeah, you could like analyze. For people who wouldn't be frustrated by that, I could see like there's the opposite. Yeah, they'd okay. be like that intrigued. Makes, that makes it like make more sense in my head. Like Especially if you decision. because if you play the game through a lot, yeah. then you're like have a better sense of the game. Yeah. Because like if you um yeah there are like small spots in the world. And it seems really big, but I feel like I just progressed from the first map to the second, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the first map, 
but it's like in act one when you when they're like finish all your quests here you can't turn back and i felt like i had a really good sense of like the whole map Mm -hmm. you like charted it out yeah and I, i found like most of like the nooks and crannies yeah. So I wouldn't really have a problem like walking through it all. It's interesting because I feel like you would have to plot out um like different runs to make doing different runs enjoyable so that you wouldn't have to do the whole world and the whole map yeah, multiple I've heard, I've heard, times. I've heard people say that like you never should play like that. It's like better, like you just said, to just like, well, this run I'm gonna do this composition of people and i'm gonna use this interesting you know build mm-hmm. i'm like you know like this one i'm gonna try to be like a monk yeah something like that and then i'm gonna focus on different companions right yeah because it, it does seem really difficult to get to know you know more than a few companions like otherwise you would just kind of spread yourself thin yeah and you only progress in their stories sometimes like if you have them in your party or certain yeah. combinations of characters or you talk to them so it does have to do with like how much time you spend mm-hmm. with them or how much attention yeah. you give them which that's limited yeah but I, do, I do like that idea of like thinking about the different characters as kind of like morphing their genre a little bit like different modes of interaction yeah like you're saying like the way you're talking about Shadowheart gives me like Metroidvania vibes a little bit more. Where like the, a lot of the point of Metroidvania is, is just like here's this world, like figure out how you're supposed to interact with it. Maybe I was thinking more of like Skyrim, where um, part of the enjoyment of that game is if you find these little corners that feel like they're off the beaten path. And so, like, having Shadowheart in your party when you're going along a random path and then you find something, like, special that sparks something, that sparks her development. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you think of the characters and their development paths as little roots that you can go down after you... Well, I guess I see what you're saying with now that I'm, like, talking it out. As, like, Metrovania, it's like the more you explore and you find these little secrets and you unlock little doors to start going down those paths to the finale or the whole, to open up the whole character story. But I I don't know much about the other characters. I guess like analyze them through the lens of the genre, but it's like a cool idea. I was thinking, well, maybe not necessarily genre, but -hmm. just like how you interact. Like you can interact with the characters differently. Like you said, Gail, kind of like um tells you everything directly yeah or it's really hard to woo will so if you're doing like a romance route (laughs) you're like oh i'm gonna woo will like this route that's gonna be my focus but i mean i guess specifically because you know I i think it's an interesting idea like through the lens of genre or something like akin to that just because otherwise the companions are essentially like the same like mechanical framework okay a different visual are you saying like the characters like like shadow heart you're saying 
is like her own genre like separate from the game or that she makes the game like a kind of different genre yeah it makes the the way you're interacting with the game <clears throat> not changes the genre of the game but it's just like almost like a shade of that like added when, you, right. when she's present right she's like a little cipher yeah that like opens up different corners or something but you said it's just increases her power i didn't really understand okay so this is all theoretical (laughs) no i didn't really understand how what it does i know it continues her story and like uh yeah like increases her power or something and like Mm -hmm. every character seems to have like a main story progression every companion Mm. i think like you were doing carlac right with the like Infernal Iron. Yeah. Like, every character has one of those. Yeah. Carlex kind of gave me, like, RPG fetch quest vibe. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It seemed to work for you. Some of them feel like... A lot of them, to me, feel like they have some, like, doomed uh, trajectory. Or, like, some, like, doomed curse. Yeah. Like, oh, they're gonna end up in this place Mm -hmm. in this ending and there's not really much you can do about it you can just like decide how to go about doing it you know like are you gonna go to that ending straight away i mean like either helping gail or letting him blow up yeah i'm saying like gail is gonna blow up but there's probably a way that you could find a solution Will is like under contract and he's gonna like stay under contract unless there's some intervention. Yeah, Carlac, her infernal engine is too hot for her to stay on the plane that we're at. She has to go back to the hells, yeah, um, in order to like withstand it. Um, and And that kind of makes sense for a DD, right? Because D&D is all about, like, your choices like, mattering. So you need to yeah. introduce problems for you to interact with. Yeah, and the characters your, are problems to solve. To make your consequences feel significant. Yeah, and they to all have these big problems to solve. Yeah. So a lot of them do feel, like, similar, but I guess... Well, that way you Like, could, that's you... why, like, Lizelle and, like, Shadowheart feel very different, because they're, they're not, like, taking time bombs necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I guess we all are because we all have that elithid in our heads. Yeah. So it's just another layer on top of that to complicate things. Yeah, I guess for those other three that you said are like picking time bombs, that makes them feel a bit of like their problems are like puzzle boxes for the player. Mm-hmm. Or just a tragedy drama waiting to happen, mm-hmm. waiting to unfold. And I've never, like, I didn't look into this at all, but I wonder if, like, that's part of the ending slash, like, there's, like, a prologue, or wait, no, epilogue, epilogue, Mm -hmm. that they added. So I wonder, like, you know. In an update? Like, do I have it? Yeah. They had it in post, I think, I don't know if it was reactionary or if they just already had it planned, but a lot of people said the game felt like it abruptly ended. Mm-hmm. So there's like an epilogue now that like kind of wraps things up. But I'm kind of curious, like, what the fail state is. Like, if you don't, 
right about like helping gail like does he die and blow up technically you can also do a run through just by yourself without any buddies without any companions and like there was an opportunity like when gail revealed he had a bomb in his Mm -hmm. chest to be like dude that's really dangerous for you to be around other people like you should probably go (laughs) and then he would have left i guess but that's not to say that you couldn't have run into him like at a later point yeah that i am aware of where you can chop off his hand what you can yeah you can just like chop off his hand like the hand going through the portal what does that do I guess he doesn't, does he still join your, can he, I'm like wondering about all these different possibilities. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he can still get him to join, but I don't think you get him to join then when you chop off his hand. <laughs> I think you do like bump into him again, but I don't, I don't know. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of weird ones where it's like, like I remember there's like another one, I don't remember who it was, I feel like it's like Will, where... It was, like, in the grove or something. Yeah, you didn't have to talk to him. Yeah, but if you did something, like, if, like you brought the goblins or something, you would be, like, forced to fight and kill Will or something like that. Mm. I can't remember if that's the right character, but there's a bunch of scenarios like that, like, depending on, like, decisions you make, you can get forced to, like, kill a character. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, another one that I had that I thought was interesting is if you don't free Lizelle from that, like, cage, and, like, the story in the background, like, you go off and do other stuff, she will eventually get out herself, and then you'll, like, bump into her again when you, um, run into that, like, uh, I'm gonna butcher the name of this, Githyaki. Githyaki? Yeah. Her people. And, mm-hmm. like, a patrol. Yeah. You'll, like, see her again then. Does she recognize you? No. Mm. They, like, look into it. But, like, there's a lot of... Oh, like, at the bridge. Like, yeah. she's already there. She's there. Okay. Because she's not part of your party. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of weird, like, I don't know, alternate scenarios that I, I guess are... I they think, still give you, like, a second chance, basically. Yeah. I don't know if you can... It's also just in case you miss them, them, you know? Because yeah. I was kind of, like, scouring the map. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, you can, you can end up with a weird playthrough, I guess. If, not weird, but a very different playthrough if you... And more so, like mainline it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel well, it's it maybe not mainline, but choose a route to go yeah. because there's kind of like three possible routes, or and then branching side quests, yeah. sub quests. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could have just gone straight to the, like the Lazelle Bridge, and then you gone over like the mountains. Instead of like going underground at all, going to the doing anything with the grove, doing anything with the goblins at all, you know. Any last words before I slit your throat? (laughs) 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 We should end our episodes, podcast episodes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then we just like end it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just like in the background, like very softly, <laughs> like. Okay, well, that was fun. I'm excited to do it again. 
It took me like hours, like probably like a total of like, I don't know, 10 hours to put this together. Well, then I don't feel so bad for agonizing over the answers. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought I, they were meant to be hard. I think I had like it fully written out and then I deleted it all and started again. Really? It like I didn't like it. Mm. So I, I did it like twice. What didn't you like about it? Uh, some of them just felt like too factual or just too like, if this happened and this happened, then would this happen? It felt like mm, uber, very specific. Yeah, like uber logical, and it didn't feel like it was like it didn't feel like it achieved the like the vibe check that I was going for. Mm. Okay, well, thank you for joining us, and. I don't know. Leave a review or something. I think it's like Apple Podcast. <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah, I don't know what podcasts do. Would be, but or just probably just share it with a friend if you somehow ended up here. All right, bye.